This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 741 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Fleeceworks Therawool Saddle Pads. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Lauren Ball Tisdale, USDF bronze and silver medalist and owner of Transition Dressage LLC in Chagrin Falls, Ohio. It is an excerpt from the Dressage Radio Show, episode number 190, where co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks discuss exercises for improving your horse's performance with, yes, a wagon wheel. And we'll get right to it after this from Fleeceworks. Judy, I've been hearing a lot of good reports about this new TheraWool product line that you introduced earlier this year. Tell us what's going on there. It's basically opened a whole new uh, customer base for us, and it's made the product affordable for people maybe who either didn't want to use sheepskin because it does require a little bit more maintenance, the sheepskin does, than the wool, or people that just couldn't make that stretch. So it's it's been great. It's You know, it's really, really durable, as the tagline says. Is great for daily use, beautiful enough for show. And I think that really explains it all in a nutshell because it is a lovely pad to look at and feel, and yes. but yet it's still an affordable pad that you can go to – you can literally go to the Olympics in this saddle pad. Yes. We worked really hard to make sure that we developed the right density and the right length. And so it took us about a year to get everything exactly right and to make sure that when you washed it, that it didn't felt up or, or turn real hard or ball up. And it's a proprietary blend of product, the way we've done this to make it work. Quality saddle pads from Fleeceworks. So, folks, when you go to your local tax store... Ask for Fleeceworks TheraWool pads by name, and if your local tax store doesn't have them, tell them that they need to speak with Judy at Fleeceworks. Just go to fleeceworks.com, and you'll find all of our contact information there. And thanks for stopping by again, Judy, and keeping us up to date on what's going on over there. I'm very happy to introduce Lauren Ball Tisdale. She is an FEI trainer and rider from the Cleveland, Ohio area, and she's got a great tip for us today. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on this evening. Well, thank you for asking me. Well, we are so happy to have you, and we are looking forward to your trainer tip of the week. So can you start us off? Sure. Um, Hopefully it will make sense. You know, if we can all visualize it, it's uh, a simple concept, but the best way I describe it when I'm teaching it to someone, I call it the wagon wheel. So if you can imagine a large wheel with all of the spokes reaching out to the end of the, the circle or the wheel. And I like this exercise for both young horses all the way you know, to the upper level horses, to the FEI dressage horses, but it's also proven to be quite useful for some of my students that are um, counter-jumper riders. It's a great suppling exercise, but also a great exercise for a horse that tends to be a little strong in the hand, 
or a little dull to the leg or one-sided. So um, you can do it in the trot or for a more advanced horse. I like to do it in the canter. But to start off, to explain it, we would start off in the trot, let's say going to the left. And I like to pick a spot on the circle, preferably on the center line, so the open side of the circle where the horse doesn't feel claustrophobic or against the wall. And I'd go from sitting trot to the halt. So I'd be perpendicular to the wall or the long side of the arena. And I simply ask the horse to step away from my outside leg. But the goal is, is to make the horse be as lateral as possible. So I really want to get the feeling that the horse steps away from my outside leg or my right leg, but also is accepting of the contact in both reins. So I don't want him to come above the bit or walk too far forward. The one thing that you have to be careful of is that the horse doesn't um, avoid the contact and step backward. So I always tell my students that if your horse steps a little to the left and forward, that's okay. I'd much rather have that, but not that they step backwards. So I look to step in maybe three or four or more strides with a more advanced horse, and then I halt again. And then I switch my lateral leg, and so now I ask the horse to step away from my inside leg in what would be a quarter turn on the forehand. So now I'm facing the wall, but let's say the short side of the wall. So I've done 45-degree turn, and then I ask the horse up from that same leg, or rather 90-degree turn, and then I ask the horse to step from that same leg back out to the circle. So you can think of it like a wagon wheel or the hands on the clock. So I ask the horse to step to the center of the clock and then back out to, like, let's say 9 o'clock. Um, and it's the same thing. When I do the quarter turn on the forehand, I want to feel that the horse willingly steps away from my new inside aid towards my new outside rein and doesn't get against me in the contact and also doesn't avoid by stepping backwards. And I continue to push the horse back out to the 20-meter circle. And then as soon as I hit the, the circle or the wall, I pick them back up into the trot. And it, se- it sounds complicated, and I think the first few times you ride it with the horse, it can feel a little dizzying, and it's great to have someone on the ground helping you to help remember what direction you need to be going. But you can vary it by doing just a quarter turn on the forehand or a half turn on the forehand or full turn on the forehand. You can keep the direction the same or change the direction. And now, like I said earlier, for a more advanced horse, I would do this in a canter and go from canter to a halt transition or a walk halt in the same spot and maybe alternate doing a quarter turn or a half turn on the forehand. And I really have found that with any level of horse, as long as I'm fair in what I'm asking them to do with this exercise, it really helps get them a little bit fresher off the leg or a little softer in the contact and really just more even left and right in the bridle. This is interesting. I'm really, you know, thinking about it now. um, A question the bend of the horse in each of these steps, you know, how, which way, you know, the bend, um, I guess, away from the direction of travel, like a leg yield, right? And how yeah, much bend? Yes. 
I well, again, I think that that's really important to the age and the level of the horse that you're riding. So when I first did this exercise, I was riding a young mare who was extremely strong in the bridle. Um, like the canter was an issue. She was good in the trot, but she would get very strong in the in the canter. So with her, because of her tendency to be strong in the bridle, I would ask for a little bit more bend, like you said, Philip, away from the direction of travel. So thinking like a leg yield or yeah. even like kind of like a side path. So it's really lateral, step-by-step step sideways. Right, right. Um, and that really helped her not only with the lateral balance, but her issue with the longitudinal connection. Um, so maybe with a more advanced horse, you could just have flexion rather than bend. But I think with a young horse, or one that's particularly one-sided, like they have a lot of the jumper horses that are that way, yeah. I ask for a little bit more bend. And really being conscientious of the control of the shoulders and the haunches. So it's a great exercise for the rider, too, because it really makes you stay in the center. And the, I, de- I developed the idea of that concept of inside leg to outside brain. So, Lauren, when you talk about getting the horse off the leg, can you expand a little bit more on that for our listeners? What are you talking about with the reaction for the leg? What are you looking for? Well, I think that um, a lot of us have horses that are dull to the leg or lazy. Like, uh, I have one student whose horse is he's a really good boy, but he's extremely lazy, and he does the bare minimum to to get through the lesson. So we're always working on finding different ways to keep him fresh off the leg. And when she applies her leg for a simple transition, like from trot to canter, that he's a little bit more sensitive to her leg and he's more prompt. And we did this exercise with him not that long ago, and I wasn't quite sure if it would help us because I thought it might make him more dull, you know, kind of doing it through the walk and the slow turns. But what it did for the rider was it made her just a little quicker in, in her own pushing aid or her own lateral aid in that she could really feel how slow the horse responded to her leg when she closed against his side. So she kind of changed how she applied her, her leg in the lateral sense. In hand-in-hand, hand it worked in the forward she didn't sit there with her leg clamped against his side because he really didn't go anywhere. Instead, she gave him a little bump or a little stronger push, and she relieved a little cap with her whip. And really, in about two times of doing the side steps and the turns, the horse was a little fresher off the leg. So I think it was a slightly different way to work with a lazy horse instead of just going around and around and doing transitions and kicking him and trying to make him wake up. It made him think on his feet, too. Yeah, that's that's interesting. A different way to approach getting the horse not only a little bit away from the leg, but a little bit uh, a little bit quicker going forward off the leg. Now, do you think, are there any more pitfalls that maybe our listeners can, uh, can expect and, and look to correct that could happen with this exercise? Of course. I think that it's like with many exercises, but particularly with this one where... I think it's a little more demanding of attention and the horse being in balance and using himself. You have to know when to take a break from it 
or when to kind of stick it out. You'll have a horse that will, the first time, be quite offended that you'd ask him to move this way, uh, especially a stiff <laughs> mm-hmm. horse. Or like the mare I spoke of earlier, she was thought, why in the world would I need to do this? So you have to, that's it's great to have someone on the ground helping you, but be a good judge of, is the horse reacting? Is, is she backing up because she doesn't understand? Or is she evading the contact? And I always love to think when I go out of the turn and after my sidesteps, I think refresh. I refresh the trot or I refresh the canter. And as a rider doing it, I really gauge, you know, if my horse feels better after doing it a few times, I go past that point where I've been making the transition or I go on to something else and I might, uh, you know, come back to it later. So really being a good really having a good sense of if your horse is confused or if you're actually working through a little bit of the problem. If, if you know, maybe he's objecting because you're getting to the core of the issue, but if he really doesn't understand, sometimes it's okay to do it a few times and explain it to them um, because it is something that I think is very focused and in, in that you're asking to be more in one spot. Um, but I think the biggest thing to be careful of is that they don't get backwards. They don't go flying backwards or they don't start stepping backwards because that's not what you're looking to, to work on. So keeping everything thinking forward, 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 forward is really key. And Lauren, can, can you, I love the, how you said, I like to refresh the trot or refresh the canner. Can you talk to us a little bit about what does, you, you talked a little bit about, can you elaborate more on what refresh means? I loved how you used that word. Um, I think it's a, a state of mind, at least for me as the rider. And if I'm on a lazy horse, I want to, as soon as I hit the wall, it's like when you're getting on the freeway and you're you're behind somebody's flow on the entrance ramp and you get out from underneath you're out behind them and you go. So if I'm on the lazy horse, I think as soon as I get back out onto the to the wheel or the circle, I wanna think forward from my driving aids and and really make a point to say, Here's my leg, now go and but go on your own. Or if I have a horse that's really strong and uh maybe a little headstrong in their mind I want to think, refresh, make it a happy canner, um, that they feel that they can go forward, but they have to listen to my half halt. So I really take in the play what type of horse I'm on and how that horse thinks and try to make it the positive for that horse. For a lazy horse, I think really happy, let's go, let's go. And for a horse that's maybe a little temperamental or strong, I want to make it the underlying the idea of go forward, but you listen to my half halt. And, and if, if they teach them to go forward, doesn't mean to just run through the hand or run away from the eights. And what do you think about a horse that's maybe a little bit sensitive or nervous, one that really maybe moves off a little bit too much, uh, too much from the leg? You know what I mean? The horse that really you know, doesn't yeah. take the, the leg really well. Is there some, is there some tips? Because I think this could be a useful exercise if, if you think about it correctly and not let them get more sure. nervous. So do you want, you want to talk about, I mean, because we deal, we all deal with all kinds of different horses. I think this is, you know, the more I think about it, this is a really interesting exercise for all types. Um, so maybe if you could talk about that, that type of horse a little bit. Yeah. I've, and I've done this with 
every it's it's been fun because I've done it with almost every type of horse that I've had in training and um the sensitive horse I think definitely benefits from this as well but I modify it a little bit so I might ask for maybe two steps away from my leg and then if if a horse does the idea of the quarter turn on the forehand and then two steps out so I might not make it completely into the center of my circle and back out to my original circle. But I modify it that way so that I still address the idea of accepting the leg, like with a thoroughbred that's really, really sensitive, that he understands to make the downward transition. Okay, listen to my my slowing aid, my half halt. Now let's do a little bit of the sideways, and then let's go forward again. And, and like I said earlier, I wouldn't, with a horse that maybe this gets a little too intense for them or the sensitive horse, I would go away from it. I'd go around the full arena and maybe ride the next long side with a few 10-meter circles and then come back to it. Um, but I think all in all with a horse that's quite sensitive, we still have to get to the point where they accept the contact of our leg and understand that when we put our leg on, it doesn't always need to mean that they have to run from it. So I think it can be good for a horse that's a little jumpy or a little hot to just learn to relax about the rider's aids, but you have to modify it. And Lauren, you talked about young horses. When would you start this exercise with them? Um, that's a great question. And, you know, I, I had a few young horses last year, um, one was a coming four-year-old that I started that I wouldn't have done this with because he would have quickly backed out. We worked so much on forward, happy, keeping everything big. And I think for me at that point in time when I had him, um, he would have reverted to going backward. So I chose some other things to teach him about the lateral work that really I didn't need so much to uh, teach him about coming back. He came back very well. But I wanted to really keep the idea of going forward with him. And uh, I had another young horse that, that was the opposite problem. He was, or not a problem, but the opposite issue where he was a little too bold with the forward and would do a downward transition but quickly wanted to go back into the trot or the canter. So he didn't have much patience. So I worked with this exercise here and there with this horse, and he, he responded very well to it. So I think in general with a young horse, you have to make sure that you can easily walk and trot and canter and that you've introduced the lateral work in some way already because if you're looking to do that turn on the forehand, that, you know, that takes a little bit more... Um, thoughtfulness to the horse of where they need to put their feet. And again, you can modify it. You can just turn the horse and push them back out. But if I were doing it with a young horse, let's say a four-year-old, I might really say it's okay to go more forward in the sideways steps. You don't have to focus so much on sideways, sideways, sideways. So it really depends on how you feel your young horse is doing. But if you feel confident with your transitions, then he has a good understanding of the basic leg yield, it might be fun to experiment with. Well, Lauren, these were great tips. Thank you so much for your time. And um, how do we find you on the internet? 
Uh, you can visit my website, which is transitionsdressage.com, and there you will find all of my contact information. Great. Well, thanks so much, Lauren, and we wish you well in the coming year. Well, there you go. Tune into the Dressage Radio Show at dressageradio.com every week for your fix of dressage news, personalities, headlines, and training tips. For more tips on improving your riding skills or your horse's performance, whatever your discipline, just go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been Fleeceworks. Ask for Fleeceworks Therawool pads at your local tax supplier or visit them online at fleeceworks.com. Your horse and your wallet will thank you. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.